What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their business for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Anastasia Logvinenko, who's the co-founder of Putting AI. Welcome to the show. How's it going? I'm great, Matt. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of Putting AI, what is it? What are you working on? So basically, Pudding AI is a real-time creative analysis platform. And what we do, we help marketers to get a better understanding of how their creative content that they use for advertising on platforms such as Facebook, Google, actually how it works, what works well for them, why is that working, and get a better understanding and actionable insights about that. So this is awesome. So, you know, I'm someone that, that, that I put out content myself, you know, I think a lot of us do. Um, can you kind of walk through, um, if someone wants to try this out for the first time or just, you know, learn about this from this podcast, what, what, what could they kind of do with putting that? Walk through the user experience of someone okay. hearing about this for the first time and kind of trying it out. So basically it works with for advertisers, meaning that it's for marketing team who are actually running different um, Facebook or Google or Satra paid campaigns. So the way that it works is they give us a view access into their ad account. Then we connect and we analyze the data, meaning we collect two types of data. One of them is the creative, the campaign, the ad set, everything that was running into that. And the second one is actually the performance of those creative and um, how it was performing by different metrics, such as conversion, um, can go to CTR, impressions, things like that. And the way that it works is that client can log into the platform, can tell the platform what is the KPI set up, the KPI they're looking for, and the time of the campaign. And then the platform running the analysis and providing in the answers. So it's sorting out their creative and telling them which one was working from them, even if it was reused on several campaigns or things like that. So you can really see which creative was their best performing. It also provides an insight of what kind of element worked best for them. Like, was it the call to action? Was this like asking questions, having discounts? Was it things, you know, like coloring or some combinations about them, like having a performer using different stuff of music, of speech? things like that, the platform can tell what was the performing and to provide them with actionable insight and suggestions of what they can do to improve the campaign, whether it's fatiguing, whether there's some kind of trend changing and things like that. So walk me through a little bit about, um, you know, this is a great platform, but why did you decide to start it? You know, what's the origin story here? And what's what, tell me about, about the, uh, the original reason why you wanted to start it. So it's kind of funny, but our inspiration for starting that was Netflix. 
my original background, I'm coming from the world of data science. So I was always really interested into, you know, running different data science experiences, analyzing data. And sometimes years ago, I got really into image recognition and different pattern recognition um, algorithms. And I was a huge fan of Netflix blog or the technological blog. And that's actually how we started me and my co-founder. So we were reading their blog, getting a lot of different funny and interesting insights about content, about how they choose what working, what not, how they personalize, how they optimize that. And we just thought it would be funny to try it out in a hackathon. And that basically was the original. And today it's became Pudding and it's company. And I, and I have to ask, I think that, um, you know, every founder, I think has a different, you know, wakes up every day and, they, and they, there's something else, something different on their desk to do. I'm curious for you, as you work on, on this company, what are you, what are you spending your time on? Um, you mentioned that, that you're the co-founder, you know, what, what are you focusing on? What, what's, what's, what's your, how do you split your time with, with your co-founder? And I guess, um, yeah, what do you focus on on a day-to-day? So when we started, when it was just the two of us, he, I was the CEO, we decided that I'm going to take the CEO position and he's going to take the CTO position. And basically based on our background, I was also the algorithmic part. I was doing the algorithms and he was responsible of the SaaS platform, of the connection, data collection and everything because this was his responsibility. And also he was really good at that. And as the time grew, basically we hired more programmers who took out from me part, from him part, and, you know, the different roles change. And so today I'm working a lot on the product, on customer success, on sales, uh, marketing. We have Heather Groff, who is this her responsibility on the fundraising and things like that. So my role, something you can say about, you know, being a co-founder in a startup and being a CEO is that it's really changing. So it's a really, like, Every day you do something different or you do something new, like you, you're always doing a lot of things. So it's like a really diverse kind of workplace. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And it kind of leads me to my next question in that, you know, as things change a lot, um, I feel like the starting a company is like the ultimate opportunity to learn about all things business to entrepreneurship tech. So just I'm curious for you, like as you've been working on the platform, um, and your and your company and, and putting AI. What, what are the things that you've learned along the way? It could be about building product. It could be about building a team or market or anything like that. But what have been some things that you've learned since you've gotten started with, with the company? So over the time, you learn a lot of things. But if there is one thing that I can say as a tip or something that I learned and I think was one of my most um, you know useful learning was um, that everything is measurable. And you must be sure that you are measuring every activity that you are doing, because if you can't measure that, it doesn't exist. Or, you know, and as a person who's coming from data science, then you need to make sure that you are collecting data and you're understanding what's going on. And this is something that at the beginning, it took me a while to understand, but I believe that this is one of the things that I've learned the most so far. And I see that this also contributes the most into the business because the main important thing that you understand is that you need to make sure what is important and what is not. So, you know, like to separate the important thing that you need to focus on and the bullshit all around. And the only way sometimes to understand like what's working for you or how things are going or like is to be able to measure that and to be able to understand whether it's performing or not. Like 
you pay to some vendor to do some things. Like, is that helping you out? Is this promoting your business? Maybe you should take this money and put it somewhere else. As a startup, you don't have a lot of money. So you need to be really precise and really accurate in what you're doing, what you're focusing on. So to know how to move your budget, how to move your resources, how to move the men, you know, like um, the, the work time and everything like that. So I would say the one thing that I've learned the most is to measure and to prioritize. And as you zoom out and look into the future um, for, for putting AI, um, what, what do you see in five, 10, 15 years? Or in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you growing in as you build out, build out the company? So in my perspective, the way I see putting AI in five, 10 years is basically putting is going to be the biggest and you know, like the main creative analysis engine in the world. This is what I see and this is what I envision that. Meaning that I believe to have enough data, enough finance, enough everything. So whenever an advertising is thinking about creating a new ad or putting out a new creative campaign, he will use putting data, putting understanding, putting analysis, everything that putting can do in order to understand like what kind of message he should accurately going to, like what would resonate more with one target audience compared to another? Like whether he's running a campaign, like what's working for him, what kind of call to action, what kind of elements, a combination of things within the visuals, within the video, should he play more with music, more with speech and all the things like that. So we'll be able to be, you know, like that one place that helps them to create the brief for the creative for their campaign, to be there for them, to optimize that, to analyze that and to improve that to tell them when the trend is going down, whether there is a fatigue in the creative as we can do. And also, you know, being like the place of knowledge. So even if you are not a client of us because you're too small or because, you know, you prefer to work with other companies, which is also okay, you still will find a lot of value by understanding what creative to do, what's trending now within creative and within advertising by using our content and things with our product. In order to bring that to life and make it happen, you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is how can, the, how can the forward-thinking founders community help out? Are you hiring, looking for capital? Are you looking for customers, partnerships? How, how can we assist? So basically the main two things will be some of what you said. On one hand, we're looking for more customers, more people, more marketers, mostly B2C. This is like the area. So people who are in the B2C world, if you would like to try us out and you're really welcome to do that. Another thing, we are also always welcoming partnerships. So maybe some kind of product which could be related and we could cooperate with in one way and another agencies that we are currently talking with several to have some kind of collaboration of our technology and their services, you know, like providing more value to their clients. And also any marketing related materials where we can cooperate, create some kind of things together, like webinars, content, you know, like maybe we can help you somehow and then you can help us. So everything which will be related to clients to try it out if you want to and partnerships. And then let's say someone's listening to this. They want to make a referral. They want to try it out themselves. They want to learn more. How can they find you online? What's your website URL? Do you have social media? Do you have an email? How can they get in touch? So the easiest way to do so, they can simply go into Pudding AI. I mean, Pudding.ai. This is the website also. And you can just... Call, talk to us. We have an option to leave a demo. There you can also see and learn more about the product, about our story, about anything related. 
and you can just contact us. You can even schedule a call with me or with one with my representative. I'd be really happy to help. Or you can just reach out to me by email, which is Anastasia at pudding.ai. Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast and best of luck building Pudding AI out. Thanks for coming on. Sure. Thank you very much for having me.